And again, you let them know that they are not required to be perfect, but we do hold people accountable for the requirements of the job. Hi, my name is Devin. Today I own several multi-million dollar companies. We started with $5,000 in a credit card. I don't know the easy way. I only know the hard way. Hey everyone, welcome to the Whiteboard Entrepreneur Podcast, where I give straightforward advice to fuel the entrepreneur in all of us. I'm Devin Dickinson, and today I want to talk to you about uh, the very uncomfortable uh, situation that we all have to deal with, uh, correcting employees. And I'm going to use the word correcting uh, rather than disciplining, because I think most of the time we think discipline rather than correction. And, And most of the time, most people that work for us truly want to do a great job right? Like everyone wants to be good at what they do. Um, and so a lot of times we think, oh, I need to discipline my employees. No, oftentimes what we need to do is we need to correct them. But what happens is when we sit down and we have these hard conversations with employees, too often it feels like they're in the principal's office, right? Because that's, that's kind of how we're raised, right? Like if you do everything right, nobody hears from you, but the minute you do something wrong, you're being disciplined. And so I think first and foremost, to create a culture within your environment and within your business such that like correction is just a natural uh, thing that, that, that an interaction that people do. We're not afraid to, you know, confront and correct and it, but it's with the spirit of betterment rather than discipline. So the first thing I would tell you is to make sure that you always have that attitude of like, listen, you're not in trouble maybe, right? There, there are certainly times when people need discipline, but for the most part, what we're trying to do is correcting them. So I believe, you know, if you, if you, if you always acknowledge the fact that people, Hey, I know you're really stri- striving to do great here, but I think you're doing really good with these points, but Hey, let's talk about this. Um, and so I think the, the very first place to start here is to establish that culture within your environment. Now, when you do need to have these conversations and, and the, the really harder ones um, that actually have to be like a sit down, like, hey, we need to seriously talk about something that serious needs, seriously needs corrected um, in, at, at, the, at work. Well, then I want to give you some advice on that because this is, uh, I think, what many of us shy away from. But if we can get this right, you're going to number one, save employees. Number two, you're going to have happier employees. And number three, you're going to have employees that actually grow and blossom. Um, you're also going to keep from, you know, brushing stuff under the table that, you know, people don't want to deal with. And and to me, I think this has been one of the keys to our company and the keys to our success is that, that we're not afraid to correct people. But I, we've learned a lot over the years on how to do this correctly. And I want to share that with you today. Um, so the very first thing I would say is, don't ever correct people like, like out of emotion or, you know, in the moment, um, that, that's a serious issue. Now, if it's just something, you know, where people need just, Hey, I would do things this, this way or, Hey, I disagree. Don't, don't be afraid of that. But if we know that we have a serious issue and you need to have a very serious conversation, don't do it in the moment. I've done this before and it never goes well. What you want to do is you want to sit down and clearly write out uh, the gaps that the person has from a business perspective, what their job title is, what their job responsibilities are, and what their 
missing, what their task was and what they didn't do, what their requirement was and what they didn't meet. And clearly write out those points so that when you sit down with someone, you actually have them in front of them. Now, I'm going to tell you something else, and, and, and this might shock you. What I like to do is prior to meeting with the person, I want to A, let them know that I'm going to meet with them and I'm going to have another person present. And B, I let them know what is going to be discussed. And I will even send them my top, my notes of, you know, to be discussed. Like, hey, your your requirement was ABC and you missed on ABC. Your deadline was XYZ. You didn't hit XYZ. You know, the expectation was YXQ and the uh, expectation was not met YXQ, right? And I will send that to them in a very clear outline ahead of time because I'm sure you've been in this situation. You don't like to be ambushed, right? And if they know, and I'll tell them that, like, listen, I don't want to ambush you or I don't want, you know, I want you to know clearly what we're meeting about because I want you to have time to think about this ahead of time. And so I will email them this, hey, this is what I want to talk about. This is who's going to be president. It might be, you know, myself and the HR manager. It might be their supervisor and myself. Um, It might be uh, uh, them and, you know, maybe just another executive within the company. But I will always have another person there as well, right? Because you need a third person there. Just, you know, a lot of times they just sit there quietly and they're listening. They're just a witness just to make sure that everyone stays amiable and also to make sure that you stay on point and that you treat them fairly and they treat you fairly. But what happens is when you, when you let them know ahead of time and you give them and tell, I would invite them and say, Hey, listen, these are the points that we're going to talk about. Please bring your own notes so we can have a very clear and on topic conversation. Also, what's nice about that is they also know that you're not going to assassinate their character. You're not going to come at them personally, right? You're going to talk about these particular bullet points. And I think so often, you know, when people think about, you know, the hard conversations, they're, they're handled unprofessionally. And so people go after people's character. People go after, you know, their work ethic or their attitudes or whatnot, which really that's not what is up for discussion right now. The business points are up for discussion. And when I sit down with the person, I'll say, Hey, you know, thank you so much for meeting me. First, First off, I want you to know that number one, you're not required to be perfect. However, neither am I and neither is anyone in our company required to be perfect. However, we do hold people accountable for um, the job expectations and the requirements and their project requirements. And, and I feel as if these particular points, uh, you have fallen short. And I wanted to meet with you specifically to talk about those points. And I gave them to you ahead of time. And I'm hoping that you could maybe let's walk through each and every one of these points. And I will start with telling you how I feel we've fallen short of the expectations. Um, And, you know, then we go through point by point. Now, here's where the conversations can go sideways, right? Um, Many people, when they know that they have not met expectations, will try to deflect, right? And try to turn it into something that, uh, of the conversation, something that's not, right? Um, And make it become emotional or accuse other people. And what I like to do is acknowledge that, right? So um, listen, I see that you're crying. I know that this is emotional. When you're done crying, I would like to continue the conversation because crying is a defense mechanism, Listen, I see that you're upset. I see that you're angry. 
when you get yourself emotionally under control, I'd like to continue this conversation. But what's important is that you don't go to the same level of emotion, right? Which is why, like I said, you have to have that kind of 24 hours to prepare. You have to have the notes there and you need to have someone else present as well. Um, And do not allow the people to deflect to other people. Well, I would have done my job, but Tom didn't get me X, Y, Z. What I would do in that scenario is I would say, that's very interesting. Thank you for sharing that. I will be sure to talk to Tom after this is over, but this meeting isn't about what Tom didn't do. This meeting is about you and how I feel you failed short on these expectations. And then listen, I'm not here to fire you. Well, maybe I am, right? Depending on what the meeting is. But the the goal of this is so that we don't have this issue again and that we can correct the problem. And I think it's important to continue to bring it back to that. Like the person, if they obviously failed, you're not trying to beat them up on their failure. And that's important. You have to get it. This failure, we already know that they failed, right? If they think that you're just there to beat them up on their failure, number one, they're never going to be a happy employee and you're going to lose them eventually. Number two, there's nothing constructive that comes from that. You're not helping them. They've already, you know, we've already failed at this particular task. What you're trying to do is you're trying to salvage the employee, salvage the relationship and making sure that this never happens again. So when we go through this point by point, you want to talk to the person and say, listen, you know, Listen, in my opinion, and I'm the boss, so that's kind of what matters here. This is a failure, right? We, we failed at this. You're not a failure. You're a great employee. I know that you didn't want this to happen. How can we keep this from happening again? Because I believe in you and I want us to be able to rectify this situation. I want us to be able to move forward and I want us to have a great relationship. And again, you're not expected to be perfect, right? And so I'm not holding you to a level of perfection, but I am holding you to a level of accountability for the job and the tasks at hand. And I think continuing to come back to that and continuing to say, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to beat you up over this. I'm trying to make sure that we don't have this problem again and again and again, and that we solve everything moving forward. And when people begin to see that you're sincere and that's truly why you're meeting with them, not to discipline them, not to, because they're in the principal's office and they're going to get in trouble, but so that we can move forward from that point, there becomes this security of going, okay, my boss does believe in me. They do trust in me. We're just trying to figure out how to not have these same problems happen over and over and over and again. Um, and so I think taking the motions out, um, also do not let them, like I said, make it be about other people, right? Oftentimes there are other people involved, right? Um, and people will want to point fingers and they're often going to want to point them back to you. Now, remember I said something key earlier that I think you need to start with is when you tell the employee, listen, you're not required to be perfect and neither am I. Okay. And so what happens is one of the defense mechanisms is they're going to want to deflect back to you. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. You didn't do this as a boss. You didn't treat me right. You can say, listen, I've already told you, you're not expected to be perfect. And I know that I'm not perfect, but this meeting is not about me. This meeting is about you and the results that you have. And so if you have an issue with me, we can talk about that at another time. But right now, I'm talking about you and your results. You're not the one on trial. You're the supervisor, you're the boss, and you have to get comfortable with this in your head. If you're like me, you, you want people to like you. If you're like me, you do want, you know, your, your employees to respect you and, and you really do try to do a good job. But I'm going to tell you, if you're also like me, you're going to make a heck of a lot of mistakes. And is that employee right? Have I done something wrong? 
I'm certain I've done something wrong, probably way more than they're ever going to know. But my job is to hold the people in the company accountable for what they do and what their job responsibilities are. Now, can we talk about me and my shortcomings at another time? Absolutely. But that's another meeting at another time. Okay. And I'm happy to have that conversation. But right now we're talking about you and your expectations. There's another thing that, that we have to get comfortable about when correcting employees is that this is not a court of law, right? There's not, you know, 12 people on the jury watching this, right? This is not, you have to have viable evidence. You as a supervisor, you as the owner, you as the entrepreneur, whatever your position is, is you don't have to have undisputable evidence one way or the other, what you need to do is you need to make a judgment call. And a lot of times that person will sit there and try to say, we'll prove this, we'll prove that, we'll prove that. I don't, I don't need to prove this. I'm the supervisor. I'm your boss. I'm in charge. And this is what I believe to be true, right? Now, do I think that you should be open-minded? Absolutely, right? If the person has a really good point, like listen to them. But you're not there. This isn't a trial, right? You're not. And I would tell them that, listen, I'm not, this isn't on trial. I'm trying to correct these points. And if you want to turn this into a trial, well, that's a different meeting, right? But like what I'm trying to do is correct these points and you're trying to, you know, bring proof, burden of proof, right? This isn't a trial. This is a place of work. This is a place where you were given a job expectation. You were given projects to do and you did not complete them from, in my opinion, in my opinion is the one that matters because I'm the supervisor. I'm the entrepreneur. I'm your boss. I sign your checks. So the, you know, this is not a trial. There's not a burden of proof, right? And we oftentimes get wrapped up into that, into these meetings, which again, end up being two hour meetings, super frustrating. That person leaves mad, you leave mad, and there's absolutely no rec- ability to reconcile. And you're going to lose that employee. They're going to hate you. They're going to drag people with them. It's going to become very dramatic. Again, we're not trying to have a trial here. What we're trying to do is correct what did not happen within, you know, per their job spec, per their requirement. The last thing I would tell you is that at the end of this meeting, and this is the most important, and you want to preface this at the very beginning as well, is that, listen, the goal of this meeting is to figure out how we move forward, right? The goal of this meeting is to address where we, we, where we failed, make sure that doesn't happen again, and figure out how we move forward better together. And that's key, right? Listen, I've I've said my piece. We've kind of worked through each of these scenarios. I'm not here to fire you. I'm here to correct you and help you to do better at your job and to meet the expectations that, that we require at this job. But what's super important is as we get to the end of this, it's again, not just about pointing out what they did wrong, but now pointing about pointing towards how do we grow to better together from here? Okay. And this is where it's important. This is where the devil's in the details. At the end of this meeting, you need to write up something that says, hey, listen, in the future, this is how we're going to act. In the future, this is how we're going to solve this problem. In the future, I understand that a deadline is a deadline. And if there's any chance of missing that deadline, I'm going to let you know weeks ahead, or I'm going to let you know as soon as I know that we're going to miss this deadline. If, uh, if there's problems where, you know, I'm not getting what I, that this person isn't getting what they need from other departments, then in the future, they're going to come to you or someone else in the future, letting us know way ahead of time that they're not going to be able to accomplish their job because other people aren't 
aren't getting them what they need and they're going to come and they're going to take that, uh, raise that up the chain of command. In the future, if they're going to be, you know, late for any type of reason or whatever, they're going to communicate such and such. And so what we need to do is you need to outline what the correct behavior is moving forward. They need to agree with you on that. And if they don't agree with you, then this meeting didn't, this meeting is basically done, right? If they don't agree with you and they don't agree to a move forward plan, this is when now we go, okay, now we have to decide how we're parting ways, right? But provided that the meeting goes well, at the very end, we need to decide, okay, where do we go from here? Because my goal is that you hit your goals and that we reconcile and that there's, this is just a betterment of you, right? You, that you do better and better and better at your job. And so write out a clear plan on how to move forward listen, this job was not met. This job was not complete, but it's going to be done. And it's actually going to be done on your own time, right? And you're going to finish this along with the other projects. You're going to have this done by next Friday. And if you need any help, you're going to come to me for whatever you need, right? But you come to an agreement. Everyone agrees to it. You sign your name. They sign their name. You shake hands. You let them know that you still believe in them. You let them know that, listen, Many, many people in the company have had these uncomfortable conversations. And again, you let them know that they are not required to be perfect, but we do hold people accountable for the requirements of the job, right? And when those requirements aren't met, we're going to have these meetings, but these meetings are designed to get people back on course, not to discipline them and take them to the principal's office to get a paddling. So listen, I hope this helps. There's a lot baked into this. I hope you can take one or two things away from this and begin to apply it to how you deal with these uncomfortable conversations, these corrective conversations in your company. I'm Devin. This is a whiteboard entrepreneur. I hope this helped. Take a quick moment and hit that subscribe button for more content.